Bokar Tov, we're continuing our study of the story of Adam and Chava in depth. And I proposed yesterday that the story is the story of man developing consciousness and awareness and developing a mind. Uh, and, then, and then basically that, that's the entire story. The story is how man became man. How they developed free will, how they developed consciousness, how they developed a sense of time, how they developed the human mind that distinguishes them from animals. All, but all of this is really just one idea. Um, have you had a chance to think about the implications of that? How, maybe how it's reflected in the story? What are some of the hints that that's what's going on in the story? For sure. So, so here, let, let me, let's start, okay? So in the beginning of the story, God puts Adam in, in, the, in, the, in the garden. Yes. And he tells him, and he tells them not to eat from the specific fruit. Not to eat from the it's hada tobara. Okay? What does it mean when a story like this, which is, which we're going to say has, let's say, historical validity, but is also to be understood metaphorically. What does it tell you when a story like this, that's, that's uh, to be understood to a certain extent metaphorically, when there's a prohibition in that story? There's a limitation. There, there is... Uh, does it, here's what I'm asking. Does it mean that the behavior is actually sinful? So what would it mean? And I agree with you. I don't think it means that the behavior is actually sinful. No, if you tell your child not to eat from uh, candy see. before dinner, so what is the fact that Hashem is prohibiting Adam from taking from the fruit of the, of the, of the tree of knowledge? What is that? What is that if, he, if he listens to his orders. So what, what, that sh- what that shows you in the story is not that the taking from the etzadat tovara is a sinful. Be- it's not like going. It's not like murder or killing or yeah. or, or something inappropriate or or, or uh, adultery. Even though Hashem says that you're gonna die. Wait. So so the real meaning behind a prohibition in a metaphoric story like this is that a it's to ch- introduce you to the idea that Adam is developing the ability to choose between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Notice that he never gives a prohibition to an animal. Because it's irrelevant to give a prohibition they, to Adam. But whenever we see that a pro, whenever we see that all of a sudden a prohibition is applied to Adam, all of a sudden that should ring a, that should tip you off to the fact that Adam now has some level of choice. Now the second layer of that of what a prohibition means in a metaphoric story, is not that it's sinful behavior, but that it's behavior that has a lot of unintended consequences. Mm. That that Adam is prohibited from doing it because things will radically change the second Adam actually eats from the tree. Now, now he commands Adam not to eat from the tree, and, and that's, that's basically, so the prohibition is not actually showing a sin, it's actually just showing you these two elements of the fact that Adam is free will, and that by, not, by, by engaging and eating of the tree and developing that free will, there will be many implications across the whole spectrum of human life. Correct. That are, a lot of them are going to be unintended, and some of them are going to be pretty painful. Mm-hmm. Did okay. the punishment now, fit the crime? Mm-hmm. Wait, we'll see. I, and and uh, again, uh, another answer I'm going to give you right now to, for you to think yeah. about is that there are there are no because because there are no wait because there is no sin. Is that are the things at the end the curses at the end? Is it punishment? Or what else could it be? It could be a way maybe to curb the future of maybe. But I'm going to say it's something else before you even get there. Is teaching. I'm going to claim that those punishments, quote-unquote, are actually consequences 
of of the man's devel- of man's the, the mental development of the of the consciousness development the development of the consciousness. They're not punishments because there is no sin. Yeah. Okay. Now, why is this important to point out? Because the Christian understanding of the story is radically different than what I'm going to propose and what I'm what I'm presenting. The Christian understanding of the story is that man sinned and then became eternally tainted in sin and now must be redeemed, could not redeem himself because of how sinful he was, so needed a savior to die on a, on a you know, to, to die uh, in order to atone for everybody's martyr. sinfulness, a martyr to atone for all their sinfulness. But we, that, that's, that for me, I, I think that's a little bit of a primitive understanding of the story because I don't think we're talking about sinfulness in the, in the classic sense of I violated a statute of the Torah. No, no. That's not what it, th- This here is a little bit deeper. I mean, much deeper. This is talking about, the prohibition here is talking about Adam. If you do this, there are a lot of consequences. And those punishments that we'll see at the end are not punishments. Those are consequences. Those are the, the, the main consequences of Adam's developing mind. Okay. Now, what does it mean in the story that uh, whenever uh, you eat from it, you will die? I'll, I'll get to the, to the mortality part because clearly Adam doesn't die when he no. eats from the, from the fruit. Right? So what does it mean that when you eat from it, you will die? The answer is going to be that it means that you when you realize when you, that you can die. Right, exactly. When you eat from it, you're going to develop because, a sense you, of your mortality. And, and this ties into this next part of the story. Intelligence, you get... Uh, right, right, right. So this ties into the next part of the story is what does it mean that, that Hashem looks at Adam and he sees that he's not good for him to be alone. And then he brings him all of the animals to see what he will call them. And Adam called them a name and... Then afterwards, Adam doesn't, he doesn't find any of them to be fitting. Why, why would he not find any of the animals to be fitting? He can't communicate with them. Well, of course, because, because as we are, we're seeing, Adam, the person who has just been given a prohibition, which means he has free will, he also, that means he also has a, the, the, a mind, a mind of his own. And for him to be able to be with an animal to and to make a life with an animal is, uh, is utterly impossible for him. And, and so, so that hints to the fact that that again, the, the reason the animals are brought into the story are to show Adam's superiority over them and his clear mental superiority, his mental development over the animals. Now, um, what does it mean that Adam named the animals? It's like Hashem named the... So it's very similar to how God, he created through speech. Now, what does it mean when man speaks and he names? Well, naming is a form of categorization. It's a form of distinguishing ideas within the mind. And it's something that animals cannot do. They, don't, they have instincts that allow them to just behave. But to, to make clear categorizations and abstract information and say, this animal represents the abstract concept that I know of, so I will name him this. That represents a really, really intense advanced. development, advanced right. stage in the development of the human mind. So the fact that we see Adam is naming animals shows that his mind is, is very, very developed. Now, what is, what is uh, the consciousness? Okay, I, I, it's getting very deep. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the difference between the animal consciousness and the human consciousness? Wow. Okay. And, and what, what would be the implications of the animal consciousness and the human consciousness? You? Leon, we've gotten, we've gotten so deep already, the I don't human, know. Human, human for sure, you know, they have uh, self, uh, self, uh, how do you say? Uh, Self-awareness. Yes, 
That's a very, very good, good important idea. important because an animal is naked, he's walking yeah. naked, he doesn't care. He has no... He has EP. It's, fun, it's funny you he said he that animal is naked. He pees in the street or in the... It doesn't matter yeah, for... Yeah, well, animal doesn't... He's with born his, with his clothes. He eats like, with, you know, any which way he puts his mouth, you know, but man... Human Man has self-awareness. Self so, so let me let me describe to you the, the mental framework, the mental makeup between sure. the difference between animals and humans, and tell me if it makes sense to you. And then you will understand what the consciousness is and what's being developed in this story. Okay, let's say for those on the recording, I'm holding my phone. My phone is my body. Okay, whether it's in the, for an animal or for a human, the phone represents the body. Now this mask. Actually, forget the mask. An animal is, just has this element right here, this body. And this body kind of just behaves on its own. Right? So the phone will just behave on its own. It will do whatever it, whatever it wants. Now, is there any oversight over the behavior? Is there any, no. is there any as Jack almost said, self-awareness? No. So they just do things, right? So, yeah. that, so, so that, that's what's happening at the animal level, and that's what's also happening at the human level, at first, okay? Now, what is the consciousness? So the consciousness is actually a second element, which is superimposed upon the body, okay? So we'll call it the mask, which now, which now can see what the body is doing. Now, until this consciousness is there, the second element called the consciousness is there, there is no eye that can see what the animal is doing. There is no creature that can see what the animal is doing. But once that, that consciousness is there, it can see what the animal is doing, meaning the human mind can see what the human body is doing. Mm -hmm. It can comment on the behavior of the human body. It can be shameful. Or it, it can, can be... Well, it can, it can, of course, it could learn responses yes. to the human body. It also, by the way, because it's sitting above here and it's watching the process of the human body, by definition, has a concept of time. It's not living in the moment only. It's thinking about the future. And it's thinking the about the past, wow. and it's very and rarely it's, these days you wow. think about the present. Wow. Right, it's and it's, right, exactly. In fact, the, the mind has a tendency to to pull us towards either the future yeah, or the or past. The past. Never okay, yeah. and so this is the consciousness. It's sitting above the human, the body, and now, in my opinion, by the way, that's why the soul is is described as being in the head. In, attached, in, in, attached to the it's it's part of the mind. It's part of the consciousness, mm -hmm. because what distinguishes us from animals, yes, as we know, we don't, we don't live by, by by our animal instinct, by our uh, what, 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 what If you were to say the difference between a human and an animal according to Yahadut, uh, intelligence, the neshama, right? Yeah, sure. We have oh, a neshama, yeah, sure, sure. then the animals don't have, right? Uh, for sure. <laughs> and and now in, in English, what do you say is the difference between between a human and an animal? The intelligence. Yes. So what, I, what I'm saying is if A, you put, you, you put intelligence and the soul together, together it, it must it. mean that they're, yes, that they're, yes, that they're yes, all together. So that's why subconsciously, every man, I believe, this is my, my opinion, I'm sure it's, uh, it's normal, that every person can, if they really internalize something, they can understand what is the difference between something that's right, something that's wrong. You're able to see, hey, you know, if I... Well, that, wait, let's wait on that because that gets very complicated. That, that, that's part of the story as well. Okay, now, uh, uh, but uh, but it's 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 going to be part of yeah, the story as, as the, the decision making ability of the human being. But you understood this the, yes, the difference. Yes. Well, see now, let's say I take this mask, which is watching the behaviors of the of the iPhone, and I take it away, and the iPhone just behaves off instinct. All of a sudden, oh, 
disaster. All of a sudden, I've just become an animal again. Yes, Which is why Maimonides, by the way, he describes someone who, a human being, who does not live a life of the mind and who simply just like behaves an, an like animal. instinct. He it's says like it's like an animal. And that's why, by the way, as a Jews, our duty is to live a life of the soul. It's to live a life that's more elevated than just instinctual behavior. Because if we are only behaving instinctually, then we are just animals. Okay, so, so that, that's what it means to have a consciousness. It's that thing that's, that's, uh, that's being able to oversee that, this instinctual creature. Now, once you have this consciousness that's seeing... See you? No. Okay. Once you have this consciousness, which is overseeing that the behaviors of the animal. My phone has its own consciousness. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, your, your phone has, is developing its consciousness. It's learning. Has a mind of its own. It's right, right. So you have so you have concepts of the ability to to look at yourself, because essentially what the consciousness is doing is looking at itself, and that's called self awareness. Mm. Animals don't have self-awareness okay. Because they don't Constantly have They don't have that entity Which can observe the behaviors That they're actually it's behaving It's like your third eye looking on, on Yes, the, it's, the, it's like your third eye yeah. that To is, improve, to get uh, to, to beautify to, Exactly uh, so many Third eye sees beyond what the eye sees It's, like, it's, a, it's seeing it's, it's, it's the third eye that looks inward Inward, yeah that's what consciousness is. We judge ourselves. Right. Oh. So it's bundled up with a lot of different things. It's bundled up with the ability to track time. Because for you to comment on your behavior, you have to see them in light of, you know, in light of a process. Which means that this, once you separate the consciousness and it's sitting above and, and, and observing the behavior of the I, of the, of the self, then that it must necessarily be observing it over the course of time. Correct. And then... Also, another deeper, deep element of the story is once you develop this consciousness, not only could you think of the past, you can also think of the future. That's right. And what is thought about the future called? What in what? In, well, in what, what, is, what is it called to think about the future? To dream about it. To dream or imagination. to imagine. Imagination. imagination. The most important okay. yeah. so what, what's, element that we have. So what's developing, what develops when, a, when there's a, a consciousness that separates itself from the instinctual part of the, of the, of the me, and it starts looking at the, at the me, at, or at the thing that's behaving, it has this imagination. And what did we say about the ability to imagine things? And then maybe slowly, once you imagine them, to be able to express them with words. The naming it. Uh, well, that's, that's part of the naming, but that also ties us back to our tzelem elokim. That ties God. us back to our, to our God. And he spoke and then he was created. Because God, God now what, what is it? How do, how, do you, how do you create something? Well, first you have to imagine. Yes. Then that Design thought, it in your that, thought that you abstract, that imagination that you created, must then Manifest. be expressed in the real world, maybe in a plan or in speech, something that makes it more, more hard and more something that can actually tangible. be, be uh, tangible. And then the next step is to actually create. Now, as we said, God does that all in one shot. Human beings, they create that, they have that nascent ability, which is a, more, a little bit more primitive than God's, but it's still there where they can imagine things and they can think about wow. things in an abstract way. Okay. Um, 
Now, so that's the idea behind the naming of the animals. It's, that it's, really also proves that it's, we're, we're really very godly yes. in that sense. Yeah, that, that's what it means, that we are very godly. <laughs> this is, whole story... That is the godliness. Right? This whole story is that's a commentary... The imagination and being this, able to... Right, this whole story is a commentary on what it means to be made in the image of God. That's what we were missing. And, and by the way, and the, the ability then, once we can look into the future, and once we can comment on our behaviors, then what becomes part of that process as well? Well, free will becomes part of the process. Okay, because once we can comment on our behaviors and, and observe our own behaviors, then we have free will. Which is why we were not described as being good. Because until we observe our behaviors and choose to make them good, we're not good. Okay, now... Uh, it's a lifetime accomplishment, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe, it, it takes a lifetime. Maybe. With every okay. second we can tilt on it, the... This, this story, we're only just getting started. It gets deeper and deeper. <laughs> I mean, uh, now, but now you understand the dynamic of the mind, how the mind works, what's the, you know, what's this, what, what it's all about, what's, what's developing here. So God puts man to sleep. He takes one of his ribs or his side and he encloses flesh around it. And he takes... And he makes it into the woman. Now, this is in response to his inability to connect with animals. So he makes it into a woman. Okay? So there are, there are some uh, interesting, like, deep, deep ideas. Uh, first of all, why is it that the male sexual desire is stronger than the females? Wow. What a interesting why? question. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because they're more animal. Yeah, I mean, wh animal, what is animal. the what is the deep the deep root of because, it? because of what it was taking out of us? So, but it seems like based on the story, because man had to give up a part of himself for a woman to be created. So, which part? In a sense, we, the rib or the yes. side. Oh, I know, but how about it's based on sexuality? No, it doesn't. No, 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 no that's no, not no, what I'm that. saying. It's, I'm it's, saying we are, we the the man. The the man is a source and it lacks something yeah. that it finds in the woman. So then, it, then it's drawn to the woman in a very intense way because of what it's lacking. Ah, okay. And when you're together with the woman, you become one. But what about we'll reprodu get there. reproduction? Wait, 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 too many questions. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. I, need to, I need to build, there, there's, I'm giving you introductions, like really, really deep introductions. He's always thinking about the mitzvah. Okay. He wants that, but, that but but let's not get carried away with the sexual elements because there are sexual elements sure, in the story. But but the, the story does comment upon male and female sexuality, of course. Um, so he makes it into the woman and he brings him to man. And then the man says, this time, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, to this we can call woman because it has been taken from man. So interestingly, Adam, of course, he names the, the Chaba, but he doesn't talk to Chaba. He doesn't speak to her. So there's no communication there yet. Okay? Um, fine. Now, what is the significance of Chava being brought onto the scene before man takes from the, from the forbidden fruit? I mean, not from the forbidden fruit. I don't want to say it like from From the Etzada Tovara. Question? What does it mean that woman is brought onto the scene before Adam takes from the Etzada Tovara? So first of all, she probably well, presented the choice no. in front of him. No, more. No, it's deeper. No, it's deeper. Think deeper. What is it? Think. Think. What does it mean to eat from the from the etzadat tovara? 
to be able to knowledge. It means to solidify your humanity, your your self awareness, your your consciousness, your mental development. That that represents the final straw, right? That, that's what that's what is represented in the in the eating from the fruit yes, of, of and, knowledge. And, and to make mistakes, the ability to make a yeah, mistake. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, the ability to be human. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let me finish the point. Now, what, why is it that the woman must come onto the scene before man can? reach that last level of mental development well it is because only once a man sees another equal human creature does he then start to become self-aware and think about himself most of our self-awareness develops around our relationship with other people we think other people they look at us in a certain way and then and then it trains us to, to think more about to look internally a lot of a self-awareness that develops through life happens by medium of other people. And more than anything, it happens by medium of the opposite sex. Because the sexes are dependent on each other, we'll see later in the story, they're dependent on one another for their eventual immortality. They become so dependent on the, other, the opinion of the other gender, of the other sex. Which is why for the sexes, both of the sexes, to develop a true level of self-awareness and consciousness, they must first look at the other one and then the other and then start thinking about how the other one may be thinking about them and once they start thinking about how other people are thinking about them they get a much more intense realization of self-aware so, so uh, thing of self-awareness was, really makes what was he better he was he help so, help yeah. one another so alone alone you're basically worthless and that's why at the beginning of the story that's why at, by the way that's why at the beginning of the story as Leon says as it, say, it says it says it's not good for man to be alone now on a very deep level why is it so bad for man to be alone because there's a level of, of mental development that can that can only be developed when a person has another creature that's looking at them and understands them and is able to comment on the, the self-awareness that we have the nascent self-awareness remains a little bit underdeveloped when it is not in the context of human relationships. Mm. It is our relationship with women, and by the way, which is why on a very deep level, as why Giacomo always says it's so important to get married, because, because that's part of the development of the human self. It's not just to provide for, it's not only outward, it's also for inward, inward development. Yes, sure. Okay? Um, there's a lot more to the story, but that's, um, we're starting to just, <laughs> just uncover what's going on. But I want you to, by the way, I want you to see the methodology I'm using. Ah. It's all stemming from just one idea. And try to see how all of these things in the story are happening are metaphoric ramifications of that development of the mind. Okay? And, and that's what we're going to continue to do throughout the story. So far, we've gotten up to the creation of woman. That's all we've done so far. Nothing. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot more. Okay. Well, we still have to answer what the punishments are. Yeah. We still have to understand what it means that on the day that you eat from the tree, you will die, and we didn't die. It's a lot of questions. Okay. Yeah, question. Yeah, question. Why, does it, why is it that Hashem created woman from a man? Why can't Hashem just create woman by itself? Like she created Adam. I'm just wondering. What, there's a symbolism there. There is, there is a symbolism is there. Um, the, the symbolism probably is, a, is it, it speaks about the differing natures between the man and the woman. I, I, I have to think about it more. But there is a fundamental difference between the, the, well, the male and the female. Made, made to be made. They need to be the same. He could have created them to, at the same time and they could still mate. To be able to mate, they have to be the I same. No, I'm saying... I'm, it doesn't answer the question. Why did he create a second person? After. Why did they have to make it out of yeah. the man? After, you mean after? Wow. There, there's deep significance to that. Well, we'll talk about Tomorrow. it because because Tomorrow. it plays into the difference. You, you'll see it come Tomorrow. up in their punishments at the end. Okay. 
that their punishments refer back to the way they were created. It's like a lesson in psychology. This is, this is all <laughs> very, very psychological and philosophical. And, and, uh, Did you turn it off? I didn't know. Amen. Amen. Amen.